0: good morning supers i hope you're having a wonderful day i'm starting to lose my voice here i meant to take a a cough drop before (laughs) before i got started here so we're gonna i have uh 10 stories here i wanted to talk about uh if i can make make it through all them with by still having a voice so i'm hoping that you can uh that you're able to to hear me, and maybe i maybe I should pull the mic up a little bit closer let's let's do that today. We'll pull the mic up. I don't usually like to have the mic in, but uh it'll it'll make me not have to feel like I have to talk so loud so First off, China Evergrande secures bond extension. This could be great or could be bad. Uh, China Evergrande has secured an extension on a defaulted bond of more than $250 million. Pretty big drop in the bucket compared to $300 billion of debt. Uh, But it is a sign of potential opportunity you know it's 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 an opportunity to to get back in the saddle and and make it make something happen um the red reported that evergrande has won a more quote more than three month quote end quote extension of $260 million bond after agreeing to provide extra collateral. Evergrande did not respond to Reuters' request for comment. News of the extension came after Evergrande said on Wednesday it had scrapped a deal uh, to sell 50% stake of Evergrande Property Services Group to a rival developer, Hobson. Uh, The deal is the... Developers second to collapse as it scrambles to raise cash. Two sources uh, told Reuters last week about the 1.7 billion dollar sale to Hong Kong of the Hong Kong headquarters had failed as buyers worry about Evergrande's financial situation, which we've talked all about here on the channel. Uh, it's not, it, you know, it's I. I look a 3 month 4 month 5 month is fine as long as there's a plan to get to be able to get out of it you know maybe uh the supply shortages come to an end and they're able to deliver on the things and they're able to get additional credit uh to to pay you know pay down uh, you know to to pay into those uh, finishing those units and getting them sold and the collecting the monies and then being able to turn the monies over, maybe just maybe so hopefully we're uh, we 're seeing uh, you know this is an opportunity for for a light at the end of the tunnel here I mean two hundred and fifty million is still dropping the bucket of three hundred billion but um, if they're willing to do it, and they they seem like they're making good on their op- their chances to, um, you know, secure more money and and pay down uh, all the debts as much as it possibly can, then then maybe maybe they're on something. We will have to wait and see. With that said. <laughs> Evergrande uh Evergrand Evergrand stock tumbles as two point six billion dollar asset sale collapses before key deadline. Uh so the 30-day grace period uh is is coming to an end. Uh, it should be here on Saturday for $2.6 billion or yeah. Uh no, sorry. It has turned to uh, asset sales but the stock uh had which which halted um I think it halted on the twenty This says it uh halted that request on October 4th, pending a major transaction, resumed trading on Thursday, and immediately fell sharply, turning uh twelve point five percent lower. Uh it isn't just assets that Evergrande is finding hard to sell. The company said contracted property sales. From the beginning of September to October 2020, uh, were 570 million dollars, around 97 percent lower than the 141.6 uh, billion uh yawn. I'm not sure how to say their. I should look that up. Uh, it reported from September 1st to October 8th, 2020 so uh yeah the stock is not doing great let's do a quick check on where they're at on three through three yeah so it, it yeah it did end at 1254 uh, four percent down uh after opening up finally since what i what i recall was september september 29th but maybe september 29th well, that was a Wednesday and maybe I think there was a holiday or something, and maybe after the holiday they requested to be to, to actually be frozen and maybe that's the uh the miscommunication there but uh hey it's not the end of the world uh hopefully tomorrow is a new day, and they will they won't drop uh twelve and a half percent again tomorrow and then again and again and again and again uh I, I'm still hopeful that they will be able to get through this and, and for everybody's sake, for uh, people you know just the people in China's sake, to everybody who is depending on all the money to filter around the globe uh, sake. And uh, this is you know hopefully we can we can get through without too much of a problem. Uh, PayPal, PayPal in talks to buy Pinterest for $45 billion. If accepted, the deal would be the biggest acquisition of a social media company to date. That's surprising because I, you know, I, I mean, I know the people that are diehard Pinterest people, they, they love their Pinterest, um, which is awesome. They'll, you know, they make all the boards and things like that, but I just can't, you know from a from business standpoint i don't know i don't know i don't know that it's worth that much uh but yeah allegedly uh paypal's in talks to acquire digital pinboard platform pinterest for 45 billion dollars according to people familiar with the matter the deal is said to be in late stage talks confidential sources uh, told bloomberg on wednesday with uh with pinterest reportedly being offered uh, at $70 per share, mostly in stock. If accepted, the deal would be the biggest acquisition of a social media company to date, surpassing Microsoft's $26.2 billion lo- t- takeover of LinkedIn in June of 2016. PayPal is likely to announce the acquisition by the time it reports quarterly earnings on the 8th of November. I, yeah i didn't i mean i didn't think pinterest made that much money uh honestly to be worth like that much at least with linkedin they had paid accounts uh as well as ad, I, I believe as well as ads to to make it all to make it all work so it's surprising uh to me that paypal sees the value there um and it maybe the value might be in the tech i mean pinterest started out as I forget what company helped develop it, but like a clothing line or something to that effect was where it it was born out of. So uh, it's it's interesting to see that it might be selling for the like almost double uh, what what LinkedIn was worth as a professional network that now you know i mean there's people that are hardcore linkedin but for the most part linkedin is lagged behind in their algorithm and in in a lot of different ways but um but yeah i mean maybe maybe this is what pinterest needs to to get to that next level and 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 explode and and really go back to like when it was first a big like a big 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 thing and i might be wrong let me know in the comments if I'm wrong uh if you're a big pinterest person uh I know that you know my wife was big into it when it first got started, and then it kind of eroded over time, but you know it still references back to it from time to time, but just not it's just not the the front of mind uh that you know would be nice to uh you know to to people um who are trying to grow their business. Uh next up. Uh, a worker in Florida applied to 60 entry-level jobs in September and got one interview. Uh I'm assuming this 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 looks like a uh uh what's it called? Board. Um uh Popeyes <laughs> Popeyes board there. Now hiring businesses across the US say they are struggling to find employees, especially for work uh hourly work. Joey Holes decided to test their claims re, uh, submitting two applications per day in September, which application submitting is not easy. I've done it in the past, uh, and it's like they want every piece of information that ever existed on you, and then they want your resume on top of that. And it's like, now, all right, cool. I, I, I applied for that one job. Now let me go to the next job. And now I need to fill out the their whole form on their website uh, and submit my um, my uh, resume on top of that as well it's just it's a very tedious process Holes got one interview and his summary of the experiment went viral on multiple platforms. Uh, Joey Holes recalls the first hearing complaints about labor shortage last year when he called to make a donation of convalescent plasma at a clinic uh, near Fort Myers, Florida. The guy went on this rant about how he couldn't find help and he can't keep anybody in his medical facility be- because they all quit over the stim- stimulus checks. Uh, Holes told Insider, and I'm like, your medical professionals quit over $1,200 checks? That seems weird. (laughs) Yeah, that does seem weird. That seems very weird. Over the next several months, uh, he watched as a growing chorus of of businesses claimed they couldn't find anyone to hire because of government government stimulus money. It was so ubiquitous that he joined a no-one-wants-to-work Facebook group where users made memes deriding... Uh, frustrated employers. Uh, He said he found it hard to believe that uh, that government money was keeping people out of the labor force, especially when the end of the expanded federal unemployment benefits in June did not seem to trigger a surge in employment. If this extra money that everyone's supposedly living off of stopped in June and it's now September, obviously that's not, That's not what's stopping them. Workers have argued that uh, companies struggling to hire aren't offering competitive pay and benefits. So Holes, a former food service worker and charter boat crewman, Uh, decided to run an experiment. On September 1st, he sent job applications to a pair of restaurants that had been particularly public about their staffing challenges. Then he widened the test and spent the remainder of the month applying to jobs, mostly to employers vocal about the lack of workers. And tracking his journey in a spreadsheet. Two weeks and 28 applications later, he had just nine email responses, one follow up phone call, and one interview with a construction company that advertised a full time job focused on job on site cleanup, paying $10 $10 an hour. But Holes said the construction company in, instead tried to offer Florida's minimum wage of $8.65 to start, even though the wage was scheduled to increase to $10 on September 30th and wanted, quote, full time availability while only scheduling part time until Holes gained, quote, seniority. Hole said he wasn't applying for any roles that he didn't qualify for. Some of the jobs wanted a high school diploma, some wanted a retail experience. Most of them either said willing to train or minimum experience, and none of them were were over twelve dollars an hour. I didn't apply for anything that required a degree. I didn't apply for anything that said it must have six months of experience. And this thing, holes isn't alone. Others have spoken out about their troubles finding work despite the seemingly tight labor market. In a Facebook post on September 29th, which went viral on Twitter and Reddit as well, Holes said, 58 applications says, y'all aren't desperate for workers. You must, uh, you just miss your slaves. My opinion is that this is a familiar story to many. By the end of September, Holes had sent 60 applications, received 16 email responses, four follow-up phone calls, and the sol- uh, and the solitary interview and shared a pie chart showing the results: seventy-three point three percent apply no. Uh, sorry, apply no reply. Man, Uh, Holtz acknowledged, however, that his results may not be representative of the larger labor challenges in the country since his search was local and specifically targeted the most vocal critics of stimulus spending. He also said that despite the claims some businesses struggling to hire, his current boss has had no staffing issues uh, during the pandemic. Nobody leaves those positions because he takes care of his people, Holtz said, referring to his boss and i'm going to ding the bell for that and that is because uh you know you have to take care of the people that work for you i think that that's maybe that is uh, a large part of the uh the 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 tactics that are being used like hey we're going to pay you you know 15 dollars an hour 20 dollars an hour but yeah, we're, we we uh, we advertise starting at, but it's really not starting at. We're really going to start at this and then you can work your way up and and I think that maybe that is a symptom of what's really going on here. Uh you know, I kind of would be curious myself. Maybe I should run a, an experiment uh and put myself through the pain of applying to two jobs a day for a month and see how many people I get back. Uh, you know, hear back from. Sure, my my resume doesn't include degrees, but I just won't apply for any of those jobs. Uh, and it likely, probably, will be uh, a similar. I, I I expect to have a similar response that they're just you know th- these companies that are complaining or are getting you know they're virtually getting by uh, with the exception of some, as in that uh, Chicago pizzeria story that I, I shared yesterday. That uh, ended up having to shut down for a day because they just didn't have the workers to be able to to uh, operate. Uh, you know, it's I, it's a there's a big shakeup going on, and I don't know that I don't I don't personally believe that it's just stimulus money. I mean, there's there's other factors. You know, you if you had put your uh, mortgage on forbearance and. You know, you you took you know stimulus money, and if you were able to get unemployment in your state. Uh Now, with that said, he's in Holes is in Florida, and you know, unemployment there is not exactly it's it's very little uh there compared to here in New Jersey. I think I think it's almost like a third. And from the stories that I've heard, people had a nightmare of a time trying to get unemployment in Florida. So uh yeah i don't i don't know that it that's that's all it it's not just one thing and uh you know while they do need more more help it, you know it doesn't necessarily mean they're willing to pay for it even if they're advertising that so it, maybe it's something maybe this is a red flag that like uh i don't know the f t c should be looking into uh as far as they're advertising one thing and they're offering a totally different thing you know, and, and uh meanwhile, I mean maybe the the big guys, the 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 Walmarts targets and Amazons of the world, they're getting away with, with being able to afford it because they have the customer base and the revenue and they'll make it up, you know, in the long term. Uh, but yeah, I I mean it sucks for small businesses that are struggling to to if you are actually struggling to get people and you know maybe you need to reinvent how your business operates and look the some of those companies that did uh that did the you know the the illness p- uh pivot some of them have made out really well some of them have not made out so well and maybe this there's a post illness pivot that needs to occur in order for you to survive what's you know the the coming um, months and and maybe up to a year or more of of issues that are coming from the rubber banding effect of supply chain issues and and all that. So we will uh, we will continue to track uh, stories like this one. Uh, going forward to see how things uh, pan pan out uh, in a surprise to no one holiday shipping season likely impacted by shipping backlog the shipping backlog stemming from the California ports is expected to affect the holiday shopping season uh, don 't wait to holiday shop that 's the message businesses and retail organizations are telling shoppers because of the shipping backlog stemming from the California ports, but we've also, in previous videos, looked at um, the Savannah ports, Savannah, Georgia ports. Uh, The manufacturing company, uh, one manufacturing company is facing uh, months-long Delays which could affect buying electronics. NAS Electronics in Las Vegas provides materials to companies to make electronics like home audio systems, refrigeration sensors, and smart bathtubs. The slowdown at the ports has been a lot longer than we thought it would take. Uh, he says they usually see a spike uh, they usually see a spike this time of year in audio amplifier purchases, a great holiday shopper gift uh, that shop, that shoppers may have a hard time getting their hands on. Uh, it's taking 6 to 12 weeks to get products in and then 3 to four 4 weeks to actually build them, so it's causing a major delay, especially for some consumers or customers who are consumer-focused. August through November is peak shipping and shopping season, according to the National Retail Federation. Uh, The consumer demand has increased even more this year than we saw last year, and that is certainly fueling the ongoing challenges that we're seeing because of the imports are skyrocketing beyond what we saw last year. Last year, 22 million shipping containers passed through the ports. This year, NRF says it's looking more like 26 million. Uh, to keep up with the demand uh, you 're going you 're probably going to see a lot of things on back order you 're probably going to see a lot of "Oh, I bought this gift for you instead of actually having the gift in a in a package <coughs> this um yeah, I mean I uh we talked about this yesterday. Uh I mean one of my friends on uh around here uh ordered a bunch of stuff I think from Target and for for Christmas Christmas presents and they were all they, they weren 't back ordered they were just cancelled. The orders were just straight up canceled uh, so I think there is a crunch coming here. I know I mean me personally you know we 've been buying uh, a little extra food here and there uh, to to kind of build up our sup- our, our supply we 've been uh, buying you know extra snacks and started to to buy some of those christmas presents but I, I i you know to a certain extent i think this this could be that big year that you know Etsy pops off and and creates. Uh, a huge name for itself because it, people still want to give those gifts, even if, you know, maybe the gifts shouldn't necessarily be physical gifts, but could be memberships to something or, uh, you know, something that is a donate, you know, maybe a donation to an organization that needs that could use the money. Things like that. I mean, I'm I'm completely open to the idea that maybe you know we're not able to. This might this year just might have to take a knee uh, for for most people's you know Christmas extravaganza purchasing uh, situations. No, it's just something to watch, and and uh, we'll continue to monitor it day in and day out. What is the two-tiered wage system fueling worker strikes? If you're not equal in pay, you're not equal, said one labor union representative. In growing numbers, workers across the country, and we have been following this here on the entrepreneurs, are demanding better working conditions, benefits, and pay from their employers while their workplaces vary, ranging from the Bisco and Kellogg to John Deere and Kaiser permanent permanent. Permanente. Uh, employees are united in at least one of their grievances, p- opposition to a two tier two-tier benefit and wage system. The policy, which is often adopted by companies as a way to cut costs, creates two different pay and benefit structures for existing and future employees. For the length of a given contract, existing employee, uh, workers are grandfathered in and guaranteed certain benefits and pay rates. While future employees are hired at a lower pay rate and often receive fewer or worse benefits. Existing workers oppose the policy for several reasons, including that it creates disparities among workers doing the same exact job and essentially penalizes those who join the the company later, which can hurt morale, create uh, animosity, and lead to high turnover. The, which, you know, high turnover is a problem for all, like, for everybody, right? It's uh, That means your manager's got to train more people. Uh, that means that your employees that are happy there might end up in um, coming across more people that are unhappy there, creating a bad work culture. Uh, it's not, you know, high turnover is not good. You know, not even just from the bottom line standpoint, but just from a people perspective Uh, these future workers are like unborn babies Uh, they don't have the face they don't have a face or a name yet but we know they're coming behind us companies want to take away from future employees and that isn't acceptable a two-tier pay or benefit system can also chip away at the power of labor unions since new hires may be less inclined to join leading to lower union membership and divided workforces for existing workers, there are also the concern that adopting such a system could impact their future contracts, which might be subject to the lower tier conditions. While these two tier systems aren't new, they're certainly having a moment, uh, as workers across industries actively resist them. So, I mean, this goes on and on. So I'll link the, the link below or the story below, but, uh, Basically, you know, this, this this worker strike situation um is it it, it just is another, you know straw on the camel's back or however they say uh and and hopefully as i've said in previous videos i hope that they uh get their issues resolved and i hope that people can get back to work because it's better for them it's better for us as consumers and, and customers and of course the businesses as a whole uh so i would you know i'm really hopeful that they um you know, within 30 days, 45 days. You know, I don't want to see these things go past that because it makes it even harder for people uh, to to survive in the meantime. You know, these these people are not making all that much to to hit the strike line, so uh, it's it's important that uh, that it gets resolved as as quickly as as possible here, and hopefully in favor of the of people and and the customers that they serve. With that said, uh, this article, they changed careers during the illness. Here's why. Sarah Webb uh, was caring for animals at the zoo and aquariums before shifting to her current job as a death doula, uh, assisting terminal patients. Brandon Ailes, he uh, once was a restaurant owner, now drives an Amazon delivery truck. Americans are leaving their jobs in record numbers for new ventures, whether it's because of a change of heart or a new. Need to survive in August. 4.3 million workers called it quits, according to the Federal Bureau of Labor Statistics. From the hospitality industry to healthcare, people across the U.S. are changing course and, in many cases, leaving jobs unfilled. NBC News asked people to share their stories of what they uh, switched careers during the pandemic and planning on quitting their jobs. And here's what they had to say. So we have a senior financial analyst became stay at home mom. It took the pandemic for me to see that my son needed me. I was on a fast track going nowhere, working long hours at work, worrying about not missing my hair appointments, making sure the house was decorated for the holidays, making it to the school meetings and events on time, vacations, meals, doctor's appointments, the list goes on but i didn't realize i never took time to get to know my son that is absolutely heartbreaking and uh to be able to go to be able to take that money um you know and and just be able to say hey you know i'm going to i'm going to take a step back and and get to know you know my my son is is huge Uh, From a pastor to a business owner, I'm an outside-the-box thinker, and where I was serving, they were more used to a traditional approach, so a lot of people were uncomfortable with my methods. The anxiety caused by the illness and the retirement of a longtime lead pastor exacerbated these feelings, and I didn't want to be the cause of a conflict in the church. I also have disabled children whose disabilities needed me home to help with them uh, when a crises strike. I started my own business using games like Dungeons & Dragons to help people make others' others lives better. I'm bridging the lives of disabled and non-disabled people to help non-disabled people become more familiar and empathetic, and I'm employing disabled people in the production of the materials. That's uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's uh, Dale in West St... Saint- Paul, Minnesota, restaurant owner to Amazon truck delivery uh, delivery driver. Right after receiving no major funding or bailouts except for the initial PPP loan, we were forced to close our restaurant. That's that's horrible. Uh, a once successful and thriving business. It's been a painful year, and I had to do something to put food on the table. That's in, uh, Brandon in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, Club manager to office manager. The club had closed because of the illness and scheduled to move locations, which is still being built today. I have applied for many jobs. Being 58, it is hard to find a job. Uh, Seems like everyone uh, everyone wants to make uh, me a janitor. Wow, Fritz Frank in Portland, Oregon. Uh, accounts receivable specialist to mystery shopper. I was doing mystery shopping as a part-time gig on the side, and I wanted to see if I can make it a full-time year, uh, a full-time gig. So uh, I will have to see if I can make uh, more at the end of the year. But I get to do my own schedule, and I'm much, in a much happier place. Lana from Liberty, Missouri. Uh, industrial construction to DoorDash. I got laid off before the illness. My partner got lung cancer. That's terrible. And I started door dashing to be home with her. Uh, that's Rita from Mesquite, Nevada. Assisted living resident aid to bank teller. The decline of the elderly not being able to physically touch their loved ones or anyone uh, other than their spouse. Limiting their socializing. They couldn't even eat out with each other. Or they couldn't even eat with each other. Very hard to watch. And them questioning why and me not being able to give them uh, an end date. That's Kelly in Keystone, Iowa. Civil engineer to a life coach for widowed moms. Uh, my husband died in 2019, and I joined the group shortly after. When the uh, when the illness hit, focusing on civil civil engineering while my kids were remote learning became increasingly difficult. So I left my job at the same time. I was talking to my life coach about how I could help other. Uh, widowed moms like myself, so I joined her team. It's Jamie in Broomfield, Colorado. Uh, I mean, this just goes on. I'm just going to start reading. Uh, Development and communication specialist to content creator entrepreneur. That's uh, Maggie in Philadelphia. I'll read that one. Working for myself full-time was always my goal, but it wasn't until after over A year in the illness that it finally felt like it was the right time. So much loss had happened during the illness. There is kind of a YOLO attitude I picked up. If not now, then when? Because tomorrow isn't promised. Uh, Animal care at zoos and aquariums to death doula. uh, That's Sarah in Chattanooga. Chattanooga. You got the corporate collections for an elevator company to a spa desk worker. I'm making $10 an hour less and only getting about 25 hours a week. Uh, The elevator industry is a niche market. I had no choice but about accepting my new job. Hmm. Sixth grade teacher to mortgage business. Uh, Bartender to emergency room registration. A food service worker to a food truck business owner. I like that to hear that the toxicity in my work uh, in my workplace. I was laid off for six months during the the illness, and the quality of life literally skyrocketed. Or the quality of my life literally skyrocketed. I was called back to work in September 2020, and it really brought to light how just how toxic my workplace had really become. In August of this year, I had the opportunity to purchase a small food truck with my daughter, so I jumped on the chance, quit my job of ten years, and I have never been happier. That's great job from Kara in Eugene, Oregon. So yeah, there this is part of what we've been talking about here on the entrepreneurs of like, it's, it's not just, you know, stimulus checks. It's not just, um, you know, people taking advantage of different programs and staying home and, and not doing the things that, uh, they should be doing. But, uh, it's also people just moving their life around, you know, and giving more thought to like, what's really important to them and how they want to live their life. Cause, tomorrow is not a promise to anyone and i that's why you know i always preach when it's like look you could start a business but if you're not building that business for your lifestyle the lifestyle that you want to live so you can be happy in that in that moment of you know or at least 80 to 90% maybe even 70% as low as 70% of the time um then what like what are you doing why are you doing it it's not owning you know a business isn't necessary for everyone it's not easy if it was easy everyone would do it but at the worst case scenario even if you're watching this as a, as because you love you know you love your side hustle and you're like well maybe I can make it maybe I couldn't but I really don't like what I'm doing as my main income source maybe it's time to go and find a new main income source obviously there are worker shortages in places it's different we talked about it in the last video where somebody applied for 60 jobs in 30 days and got one interview out of that um it's it does kind of you know paint a picture but what i you know I, I just i want people to be happy with the decisions that they're making and the life that they are choosing to live it doesn't have to be the way it is and it does owning a business is not necessarily the answer for everybody having a side hustle probably but Not necessarily owning a business day in and day out, and that's where you know making sure that what you're doing in your day job is advancing you in your life and your career and your just how you feel, and and making sure that you're not exposing yourself uh, day in and day out to a toxic environment. Climate change is skewing economic data, and the stakes are high uh, for economists to get it right. Uh, so with Joe, uh, President Joe Biden's push to make climate change a priority in corner offices and on trading floors, the administration is arguing that climate change and extreme weather are incurring real, if not always, well-quantified economic costs. Uh, data about the industrial output, worker demand, and productivity, inflation, and earnings are critical inputs for all kinds of economic forecasts. But putting a dollar amount on the effects of climate change means figuring out how to measure it first and incorporate the cost of the changes that lie ahead. Because traditional economic calculus has no mechanism to do that, uh, economists and analysts warn that the statistical foundation is increasingly at risk of distortion, or unintentional misrepresentation. So I'm going to link this uh, article down below. But um, well, I mean, we we have the carbon credit tax and stuff like that. But what I really want to talk about is, you know, you look at a company like Disney where they've put out these um, these these reports. These, you know, um, I guess you would call them reports. Uh, about how they foresee the future of of climate change and what they're doing uh, to you know to make a real impact right like and they've been talking about this stuff for I think the earliest was probably back in the 60s or 70s where they were talking about like water table you know because they they're their, one of their cash cows is in Florida, right? Disney World, and the you know what they are concerned about with like as far as hurricanes, flooding, and the potential for like it not to be there, right? Because they know that you know they built they built on swamplands, like they literally are below the sea level, so. Um these are these are things that these you know big companies they know about it they're thinking about it cuz they need to be able to operate like you know in Disney's case they have the island right the uh, castaway k uh that they lease for I think it's a 100 year lease or something like that 99 year lease um and in that case they need to make sure that they're they're protecting um their their asset and making sure that people uh no uh you know that they that they're that they're concerned about it so i i think that there's some real thought you know that's gone into it maybe not enough action maybe not enough uh money invested in those sectors but there's there's more to come and i and i think that as these you know 100 year storms become like you know every 10 years and every five years and every two years and every year, one year uh, and like all of the time uh, as, as things like that, you know, ramp up, I, I think it just becomes more and more clear that like there needs to be some kind of answer. Um, Cause we're not doing any favors as far as figuring out like what the future is going to look like. And, With that said, I, I, you know, there doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean that every, everything has to fall on this generation, um, as far as like the cost of doing these things. Uh, but we, we, there needs to, there is be an answer because there, there might not be, uh, you know, in the too far distant future, there just might not be as much of, say, uh, land around us, uh, you know, as temperatures warm up and, and things get, uh, things continue to get dicey. So, uh, yeah. So check out the, the article, uh, down below. <clears throat> Elon Musk's boring company gets the okay for Las Vegas's underground tunnel project, which is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, Elon Musk's vision for an underground transit has received a green light in Las Vegas. Uh, commissioners in Clark County Nevada, which includes the gambling and tourism Mecca has given unanimous approval for the boring company to create a Vegas loop and underground transportation network the plan was proposed uh, will uh, the plan that's proposed will take ta- uh, take Tesla vehicles to destinations such as the Las Vegas Strip the stadium home of the NFL's Las Vegas Raiders and the campus of the U- university of Nevada at Las Vegas, a uh, smaller scale version of the plan already operates at the Las Vegas convention center and has been well received by users, uh, A t- which yeah, I I've seen, you know, videos. If you haven't seen it, you should go and check out some videos of it. Uh, a tunnel at the resorts world hotel in Las Vegas is now under construction in plans for completion of early 2022. Uh, within a year, I would hope that we would be under construction with portions of the main system, and then we can continue to expand it from there. When completed, it'll use, uh, <clears throat> about 700 vehicle, Tesla vehicles will be able to travel through the system simultaneously with about 57,000 people transported per hour. Use of the Vegas loop will be based on fares, uh, which he estimates between $5 and $20 per trip. Uh, Depending on destinations, Hill continued, he said most trips would likely cost more than riding on a public transit but less than using the ride-hailing service. Uh, the initial Vegas loop could later be expanded in other parts of the region, the company said, and the advantages of the boring company 's plan that are that travelers will be able to reach their destination without traffic lights, stop signs, or other impedien- imp- impediments along the way uh, musk 's company plans uh, plan-, plan is not using tax dollars and will rely on local contractors and local workers. Uh, according to Clark County officials, uh, the Boring Company previously announced plans uh, for other transit loops in Florida in July and Texas in August. Uh, big fan of this. I think you know going under makes a lot of sense. We'll see if they can get through on Florida and Texas. Um. You know just because they announced the plans doesn 't necessarily mean that it 's going to get there. I know that there were some people in Florida that uh were pretty against doing the loop, especially because you know they 're like, "Oh well, we got the sinkhole problem here, and now you 're going to put a tunnel inside of you know sinkhole City or sinkhole capital of the country so yeah i i don 't know if it 's going to work out uh down there, but it 's good to see that there 's opportunity for for that i also i i mean i guess it would you know it would said that they would be able to move 57,000 people uh per hour which is pretty pretty incredible i i mean I, if this works like i could see like maybe Well, probably not Disney because they're they're pretty hooked in with GM. But if that relationship were to end, I could see Disney utilizing this as a mode of transportation around the Disney World Resort um, between the hotels and and everything. So – if they can figure out the florida issues you know and 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 uh and not worry have to worry about sinkholes and things like that then maybe maybe there are maybe they got something there that uh you know could be great for for uh disney to utilize finally today we have a story uh, a positive story out of out of philadelphia black owned business donates playground to neighborhood school in northern liberties uh Phil Clark is a father of six. All of his kids have gone or are still going to St. Peter the Apostle School. Uh so which is which is just so great. I, you know, appreciate seeing uh people, you know, take using their their platform and their business and their income to be able to do things uh that you know benefits lots of kids. You know, lots of people in their uh, community apparently he runs the run shoes, uh, the run shoe store. Uh, I felt something different. It felt, uh, I felt something different once it was all here and people were just playing with it. Uh, it just really warmed my heart, said Clark, who owns the run shoe store in the neighborhood. The gym, uh, the gym and sports shoe store owner is a father of six. And at the beginning of the school year, Clark's wife. Uh, Shakira found out the schoolyard was empty. The couple knew they had to help. Uh, I grew up playing four-square basketball, hopscotch, and all the playgrounds of all the schools I've ever gone to. So I wanted to. Uh, I wanted that for them. I didn't like that they didn't have the options. Uh, they bought different kinds of balls and jump ropes, uh, drew four-square and hopscotch, and even installed an NBA-sized basketball hoop. Uh, it is very humble. Where he is very humble and he said and says he did uh, a lot together, but really he did all the heavy lifting in making this happen. And the kids are just thrilled every day, said Sister Danielle Truix. Uh, The principal of the school stocking the playground actually took a lot of research like needing to buy different size basketballs so that different age groups could use them all. Uh, We started off by doing some research into the physical activities that made the most sense for this age group and then honed that down by what would make the most sense in that space. Clark is a product of the Catholic education uh now having a black owned business helping a div- uh, diverse school he hopes these kids can learn an important lesson the good things of the world are meant for everyone st clark ding ding absolutely love it uh it's it's so great when you know business owners can uh, do something great to give back to a, to a system that has helped them, you know, and and helped see them through uh, their adolescent or or years that they needed the help the most. So, uh, absolutely love it. Thank you all for watching today. My voice is uh, pretty shy. I'm going to go get take drink some tea and get some honey and and all that stuff. So uh, I appreciate you 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 watching and being a part of the entrepreneurs today. Uh, I hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you tomorrow for Friday, uh, the last day of the entrepreneurs. And Friday night, we will have uh, the four new pitches from Shark Tank. Look for a uh, a um, a preview video of this Friday's Shark Tank, probably later today, if not tomorrow morning. Uh, have a great day. I'll talk to you. I'll see you all tomorrow.